Hey, do you want to start a podcast and not sure where to start? Check out my Jumpstart Your Podcast guide here in the show notes. Download today and get started right away on your podcast. I even have a bonus episode that you can follow along. Let's jump on this journey together. Welcome to another episode of the Hello Sears Dorsey podcast. I have Mutita here who is joining us on today's podcast. How are you doing today? I'm amazing, Candice. Thank you so much for having me today. I am so happy you're on. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do. So hi, everyone. Um, I'm Mutita Panmuk, founder and CEO of Extraordinarily by Mutita where we help solopreneurs to become visionary CEO by helping them setting the business operation system in order to automate and delegate the business-related tasks so that they can get back at least 10 hours a week without sacrificing their lifestyle. So basically get back your time. Yeah. yeah. I love my time freedom. So that's what I want to help others. This is amazing. So I'm going to ask you my off-the-cuff question. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, have you worked for any big-name companies? Or what's a company that you've worked for or worked with or big-name person that you've worked with that can tell us about? Oh, (laughs) you mean I have to specify the company? Let me put it this way. I couldn't disclose that because of NDA, but... Usually, they come to me when they still just started, when they're still doing everything on their own, and they are at the point that why it's not working just yet, why whatever they are doing are just like feeling like running in a circle somehow, like it's not exceed their expectation what they have been doing. They might already have some cash flow coming in, but they want more in the business and they want to get back that time because that is somehow the ultimate goal of having a business, right? Like earning that freedom. And at some point they want to automate their business operation side. So that would be something that they will come to me because of that. Oh, okay. See, and that's why I wanted to ask that question. I kind of figured, you know, that you probably wasn't going to disclose that, but I just want to let people know, <laughs> you know, what you're doing is very important and what is needed in companies. And it's not even on like entrepreneurial, like small business, but we're talking about a different level as well. So I wanted to definitely point that out that what you're doing is important and how you're working with these huge companies or these big names like CEOs and and how you're helping them basically not only get back their time, but structure their business in a way that things can run smoothly. Yeah. I mean, everyone can do this, to be honest, but they are able to see the whole picture yet or not. That would be the matters of time. What I'm doing is to put myself out of the whole business operation side and see the leaking spot, let's say. So right now, if you own a company, you might call yourself as a founder or CEO already. I mean, even though you are solopreneur, like seriously solopreneur, self-employed, you just started, you can earn that position. But what exactly CEO means? Chief Executive Officer, right? Right. So you have to decide the executive part of your business, which includes operation part as well. 
and also any other implementation within the business. That might be some of the first position when people think about I'm a CEO. But what exactly CEO needs to do? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a really good question. So why why the big company they have the founder who are not executing within the business anymore, and they hire other people to be a CEO for them? But you have no need to go that far because right now it's still like let's say incubation period. That would be my main audience. They hold the position of being the CEO, so they have a team supporting them, either. They would have team in-house as employee, full time or part time. That's totally fine. Or they are solopreneur but have contractors or outsourced people working for them. That's also another type of team as well. So we think further that when you hold the the, the expert position as a CEO of your company, what are the requirement to make this business flow on your own sake with your own term? Under your own vision and mission, and also you can step out of the day-to-day job a little bit and breathe, and let other people do the job that they are more um, expert than you, or you might not be comfortable doing those tasks, and you will focus on the tasks that you are the expert with, so that everything will be balanced. I love that um, because so many of us, and I can attest to myself, we have our business and. We're trying to basically wear all the hats. It's so hard for us to hand it over and outsource because we want to, I have this mentality, I want to do make sure everything is right. I want to make sure it's this way. This is how I want it done. But I found that, you know, if I do outsource those tasks, my time, I've gotten my time back. You know, I'm not going crazy because I still work my full-time job. Um, everybody should know that by now. <laughs> yeah. Why I haven't left, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I have that those eight hours every day to work that job, and then I have to do my own my own business, my own podcast, and that takes time. So why not? Why outsource it to someone who is looking for things to do, who are starting their own business as well, and just basically want to do contract work? Why not give them that, hand that over to them, and not only that, you're creating a, a, I would say a job in essence for someone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you made a very good point. I want people to think this way that you are become a business owner or entrepreneur, meaning that you help the economy grow. You create jobs for other people, That's you know? Right. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. People survive being solopreneur for a long time. It just, for me personally, from my own experience, I was stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) I was burned out. And for those who don't want to feel the way I felt before, I definitely want to help. The result would be you definitely going to get the team that are a pair, understand your culture or actually who you are. You know, like having a best friend team, but like working with you professionally, that would be the ultimate goal that I help you to build. 
However, if you want to carry on doing everything and just outsource for the um, skill expert, that's totally fine. But you still need to implement some system back end to make things flow. Like what you just mentioned that you're still doing that fine. I'm very respect you. I told you since the time that we interviewed together in my own podcast. And I know that's very time consuming already, but you still chasing your dream further. So you have already implemented some system that, hey, on this certain days, you're going to do podcasts and how you're going to manage your working with clients and your VAs, right? I remember. Right. So how they communicate with you on daily basis, how they would help you and what are the things that you have to do by yourself. So these have to be clear. And you are clear with that. And that's great because you wouldn't believe how many people come to me and they cannot say what they are doing in their business right now. How many tasks that require them on daily basis, on weekly basis that they need to accomplish. It's my hard to tell someone what you are doing if you already familiar with what you are doing, you know, right. without able to communicate with that way how can you say or like hiring someone to do the tasks that you say that you get bored doing it already yeah 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 completely <laughs> that that's the big problem that i found this day people not tracking i know it's some kind of like boring because like i'm not sure um i still doing some kind of diary or like to-do list plan tomorrow, today, every single day, because that's who I am. But who do accounting for you? This is also important. Like, do you clear your budget, personal or, or business, like separately, but how they clear things on daily basis? Because if they're not tracked, every single thing like that, how they forecast the stability, like the security of their financial life and professional life and personal life in the next week even months or quarter not even think for a year if you don't know those number it's very hard to say that how long you will be able to hiring this person because you don't know how you're gonna pay them in the next month that's true that's i agree with you on that because right now i'm really getting into forecasting and trending and things like that and here's a here's a tip if you don't know how to do that stuff yeah you can hire an accounting but me being as a business owner I want to know what the accounting is doing I mean I want to know what the accounting ah. is what they're tracking what they you know they know all that stuff about forecasting and finances and, and I'm on track to do xyz that's fine and dandy that they know how to do that. But if you don't know how to do it yourself, it's going to be Greek when they tell you. And anyone can just tell you anything. So that's why I say, you know, I need to learn how to do it myself. I need to learn how to do a budget. I need to learn how to basically see the future, you know, as far as am I going to be able to keep VAs on? Do I need to bring in more VAs during around this time? And look for those trends from times before. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So bookkeepers, right? They also just track in and out, basically. But this is the thing that I don't want them to automate. I want them to hire another person to be the third party. But I still encourage the business owner to like at least tracking your account every single day. Because right. you will feel great when you get money every day. 
I mean, appreciate your wins. Even if it's going to be $7 or like $47 or something. Yeah. It still wins, you know. That's still your income and that's your sweat and tears. I mean, it feels great to see the account every single day and you see the money increase, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, so this is the habit that I am. I have changed in the past few months. I wouldn't put my credit card and let it cut off every month. So I decided to pay it yearly instead. One, I get discount. Two, I can control when I'm going to pay. That would be my one of the yearly plan. So I know that, okay, next financial plan, these are the expenses and these are fixed costs. Right. Yeah. And why I touch back, I'm not a um, financial advisor, of course, but like when you know the numbers of your revenue, your profit, your take home, you can separate your business picture as the big picture, like 10% or 20% of the profit you want to put back to the hiring. And also another 30% at least improve the business model or like put back into marketing or any other part that you need support on it. So because, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. It's all about planning planning out your budget and planning what you can see happening and, and what the needs of your business as well. Yeah, exactly. So until solopreneur able to a little bit separate the profit comfortably, 20 to 30%, let's say, for something that put back into the business, not like to pay them first or like um, to pay themselves first because they're still in need of those money. I am not encouraged them to get any team on board. That's a good, that's really good advice. Yeah, because they're totally fine and able to survive. I mean, they have been doing that. But if they feel tired right now, I understand. But keep hustling until you get there. Because you want to expand and stretch your revenue a little bit so you feel more comfortable, you know? Yes. Because yes. financial anxiety is not fun. <laughs> no, it's not. Been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. Right? right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, what advice could you give um, our listeners out there on taking action? taking action in their right. business, taking action in, it could be, it could be health, finances, uh, et cetera. What advice would you give those, the listeners out there on how to take action today? Right. So I have um, an ebook giveaway, five steps to entrepreneurial freedom. There are five steps that at least you should know where you are right now before you're doing anything. So number one, you should know your strength and weakness so that you can evaluate yourself and where you are currently. Do you like selling? Do you like marketing, social media marketing? Um, any other part like graphic design, right? That's what you do mm -hmm. and so on. And what are your weakness? Like copy or doing live or like editing video? What are the things that you might want someone to do it for you. And that would save your time to focus on what you are good at. So that would be the very first step to get clear where you are and what do you want to put off out of your plate and make sure that you are ready. So that would be the first tick. Second one is that to optimizing your operation plan. 
there are many components within the business, right? Marketing part, sale part, blah, blah, blah. At the incubator process, I believe personally, sales, marketing, and lead generation, just that. So that you can have cash flow. But then you have the predictable revenue. You might need to consider going back and track everything that what you have done and it works what it doesn't work, how it brings you to where you are currently and optimize it. The part that, hey, I think I should change from organic marketing to paid advertising. Who should be the go-to person that I would like to talk with? Ask your network and optimize those things. So one, you have no need to wasting the time of the learning curve. Two, you know that it will be in the good hand. So make sure that you ask the person that you feel comfortable working with, and that would be somehow outsource your business in that unit. Let's say like I mentioned marketing, right? So you outsource marketing part and that's totally fine. People are doing that. I mean, that's how you optimize your time and that's already makes sense. Thinking about how many hours you are doing marketing within the week. And if you're able to automate those parts, I mean, you can focus more on like, building partnership or like JV partner doing networking online or offline hopefully soon we can do offline mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah I mean that's a lot more powerful right so there are many things to do it's not just like three or four things of business and then after you know that you want to optimize this operation plan you have to be able to ask for help that, that's something that I used to struggling with as well. I can do this. I can do everything. I don't want to spend money on anyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> but I discovered, for example, my podcast, I was thinking that should I like invest in this software or I just hiring someone to do it for me and tell them what I want. So I decided to hiring someone because definitely I'm not going to have time to like study it again and even though I have that software, I wouldn't be able to use it at the point where the expert can do, you know. So I ask for help and I buy help and I just like, okay, you're going to submit the work to me every, every Monday and I will send back to you the next week episode every Thursday. So that's what I do. And also for like VA, for example, you have no need to hire your first VA if no one knows that. You can recruit as internship, but you have to know what would you like to delegate first and what are the expectations you want from the VA. Because if you onboard someone, even though you bring them as an internship, they might feel confused if you don't know that, okay, you with me, okay, I will assign you this, 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 and we will keep adjusting. That, that might not be the right situation to onboard someone yet. The right way to onboard someone within your team, paid or internship or extern, you might want to know that I want this person to do this thing for me and let that person focus on that thing first. Then it's not limited to that. We will talk about the next thing further. And you have to plan that what are the things that you want to put out of your plate and might need two person, might need three, but let's see how it goes. Because you wouldn't know that that person would work or not, you know, in the long run. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you hiring or you onboard someone because you guess that this would be a good fit. But when the red flag happened, 
you need to have exit plan right away. Definitely. I have plenty of those. Yeah. And, <laughs> I see red flags and, all the time. <laughs> I know. And, and it's very important. That's why that those tasks that you will delegate, you have to know how to do it. Because this is like ongoing business tasks on daily basis that I'm assume that you have been doing it by yourself already. So at the point that you have no helpers, you can do it by yourself. That is your backup plan. It's very important though. Like if you, if you um, delegate too early, it might cost you money instead of bringing you more money in. And that could cause headache as well as the additional. <laughs> and that's not fun. That's so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the fourth step, the fourth step. So we have been talking that, hey, you have to know where you are and what you are doing, right? So these are the system. I know I talk about system a lot, but let me say that system is everything in your life. People might laugh at me that, but imagine this, Candice, like how do you wash your hands? You um, put some water on your hand first and get the soap, or you get the soap first and then open the tap and wash your hands. Which one? Normally what I do is I turn on the faucet, I get the soap, I run yeah. under, and then I wash my hands. I'm yeah. Weird. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's what happens every day, right? I mean, yes. whenever you're going to wash your hand, that's your hand washing system. Same as when you brush your teeth. Like I put the toothpaste on my toothbrush first and then make it a little bit damp and then brush my teeth. That's how I do it. So that's my brushing system and so on and so forth. Like how you start cooking, how you get out of bed, how you do the bed in the morning. These are system and that's somehow your autopilot until you do your business as an autopilot that you know what it works. Like Monday, you do this thing, Tuesday, you do this thing and so on, like during the week and your weekend is your day off or someone like to work on the weekend, totally up to you. These are your business operation system that we have to crack the code. So that we see, hey, if you do this and keep doing this thing, this is, you have spent too much time on that task. What can we do with that? So we might bring someone on board to help you on that. And that could be um, automation, like some software, or even combined with manpower, like your VA, for example. Then we will go to the fifth step, which is delegate. So when we see the whole picture of the business, all the units and also the whole revenue goal as well. So we were talking about what you have been doing, right? But also what do you want in the future without having anything like as the goal and something that you want to achieve, you wouldn't hit that because you will keep doing the same thing. And then like you do move forward, but you don't know where do you hit. So the milestone also very important. That's why we can help you from A to B. So now you will see the picture. From A, you have been doing everything on your own. Now you get clear what you're good at. What do you want to delegate out? How do you spend your time on daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, and so on? What exactly the system that you are working right now? Whether it's work or not work depends on your end goal, the B position that what you are doing right now will lead you to where you want to be or not. And then we will start recruiting. So delegate. 
And these are the five steps that, I mean, anyone can do once you discover this thing. And I bet you 10 hours a week, getting back is not that hard. But you need to know where you are and where you want to be. This is really good. I I didn't think no I didn't think that I had a system like I wake up I do wake up and the minute I wake up I make up my bed I straighten it out and everything and then I know first I, I check my phone then I turn on the tv turn on the news and then I make up my bed and then I go to the closet to see what I'm going to wear. And it's so funny because I didn't realize that that was an actual system. But the thing of it is you have to create some sort of habit in order for it to be on autopilot or in order for you to, it to be repetitive and ongoing thing. Like if you asked me 20 years ago, did I used to make up my bed before I got, I mean, after I got out of it? No, I didn't. It wasn't until I got a little older that I was like, you know what? I'm tired (laughs) of going to a messy bed. So let me just straighten it out. And then it just become automatically every single day I make up my bed. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to go to a messy bed every night. (laughs) I know. And, and you know, like, when 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 we think of that your personal life right and also right. when you think the business as the system that you are doing currently you will be able to reflect your health right. your mental health and your physical health you might spend too much time on like making some decision that you have no need to spend that much time on or you might delay your bedtime because you have been working on this thing and it's not working yet Something like that. And in the long run, it does affect the stress, right? And those anxiety, I mean, people have anxiety more often than they think. And to prevent that, you just have to get clarity on what you are doing, just that. Don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect. I also keep changing my system as well, but you know that habits need to be created. and. That what we are doing both for our personal life and our baby, our business. <laughs> so they have the culture. Then right now you are building the business culture that from outside your customer will see and can describe how the people who are working in this company looks like and how they help them. They can explain that. That's the culture. Also, whoever you onboard with, like ask your VA, how do they feel? What are the best day at work? That's, those are the culture that you are building. And those are part of the operation system that people forget to think about. Because without the culture, without the unite, something to hold on, everyone together, how can you have a strong team? I agree. I agree yeah. completely. Yeah. And you've given so much great advice <laughs> that I really don't need to say any last minute advice you have because you have given so much great advice and so much value throughout this whole podcast episode. And I have my little notes here. <laughs> oh, I'm a note taker. I, I take notes every podcast that I have. Um, when I interview someone, I'm always taking notes. So this is really good. I love the five step two entrepreneur freedom. This is really awesome because this is something that I definitely feel that I need to start implementing in my business as well. So where can everyone find you? Yeah. So um, they can find me searching my name actually, M-U-T-I-T-A. 
P A N M O K Mutitapanmuk. You can reach out to me on my Facebook or LinkedIn. And if anyone interested for the five step freedom formula, they can download at extraordinarily by mutita.com forward slash freedom. Awesome. We're going to link that in the show notes and that way everyone can click on there and get that free download. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And it's always good to talk with you again. I had a really good time, you know, your podcast and on your Facebook live as well. And when I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, you're, you're the first one that actually aired it, the one that I was on with you. You were the first one actually aired the podcast episode I'm still waiting for a couple of podcast episodes that I've done before you <laughs> to be oh. aired but you aired yours first and I was like yay <laughs> <laughs> thank you appreciate you and thank you so much for having me today yeah thank you hey did you like this episode don't forget to subscribe and share and also drop me a line or two I will love to hear your feedback in the review thank you